Hello, and welcome to a very spooky update. Got me a beer here, some scapegoat pale ale. Mm -mm -mm. Drink it up if you got a beer. All right, let's go ahead and roll our some intros, shall we? Computers, gaming, retro gear, devices, tech reviews, and more. Kicking Yeah, it's Halloween time, and I gotta say it to everyone out there happy Halloween! On the scariest day of the year. Is it the scariest day of the year? I don't know. Some believe so. There's witches, there's pumpkins, there's ghosts, there's goblins, there's black cats. And it scares me sometimes. Sometimes. I'm not really afraid of, uh, you know, the black cats and whatnot. Only if they cross my path. Which is good luck, by the way. Every time a black cat crosses my path, I have the best luck ever. Don't know why that is. But it's cool. And I'm, I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I have a very spooky story to tell you. And it was about the last test recording we did here on the podcast. And I did something very, very naughty. And I didn't notice it until I reviewed it. And I normally don't do that. And I kept saying, um, this, um, that, um, this, um, that, every two seconds. And I'd like to apologize for that. It scared the crap out of me. And, and when I listened to it, I cringed so hard. And then I hid under my bed. And while I was under my bed, there was a huge spider. This spider came and started crawling on my face and started drinking my tears. I thought it was gonna bite me. I jumped up from the bed and bed went flying across the room. And then, then I realized I made a horrible mistake. So in the future, I'm gonna pay attention to what I'm saying. That way, I don't scare myself. A little note to everyone out there. I'd like to bring up an interesting point, an interesting fact. And it's about media production on Linux. A friend of mine on YouTube goes by the name of the Diabetic Geek. Says he's unable to switch to Linux because of no good audio and video editing software on the platform. And this brings me up to my point that I have been using Lightworks. It's a little bit more advanced than say KDN Live. If you're doing basic video editing, KDN Live will fit the build perfectly. But if you want a lot of options and a lot of, um, you know, multi, like multi, um, I'm doing the ums again. The uh, multi-track 
editing of this program is really nice because you get to have multiple timelines within the program, which is just something that you get with Premiere. And if you're not sure what multiple timelines is, that's where you can have two separate timelines. Um, oops, did it again. Two separate timelines, and you can create a third timeline and mix these other two timelines together within it. It's really a nice, neat, neat feature, especially if you're doing blogs. You can separate your days into separate timelines, then mix them together in a timeline. Kind of think of it like a timeline within a timeline. And that's a feature that I use, and Kadian Live does not have that for me. For other video editors um, who like to edit just simple vlogs, and get the job done quick, KDN Live will fit the bill for you. Lightworks also has a feature where you can put all your clips into separate bins, categorize them by date, um, time, a great audio mixer. You can also keyframe the audio, and that's something that I can't do in KDN Live. And it's really neat where if something gets very quiet, you can turn it up, or if something's too loud, you could bring it down and mix in the music and do the same thing with that. It's really a neat feature. Um, nope. <clears throat> Don't say that. <clears throat> Only problem that I have with Lightworks, of course, it is free if you want to export to 720p. If you want to export the high definition 1080p and 4K, you do have to pay for their subscription license. But with a subscription license, you are supporting the project. You're getting this tech support. And when you need something, they have a nice little form where you can go on there and talk about your issues and what you're having. And the people, eh, sometimes, they're, you know, it's like most forms. There's always the moderator who thinks he, uh, he's above everybody else and thinks he knows everything. You know how those moderators are. But for the most part, all the other people really help each other out. And that's what I like. If you're willing to learn, it's really strange learning curve that Lightworks has. If you take the time and learn it, once you get it down, you can flow really fast in the program. And that's where most people get scared. They open the program and go, oh my God, what is this? What is this? This is confusing. But really, it's not. And just for you, Mr. Diabetic Geek, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to live stream me editing a video for one of my live streams on Saturday of me using Lightworks. And hopefully you can learn some really cool things from it. And we can help you get to Linux. Because a lot of people say that when it comes to the media production world, you can't do it on Linux, but you can do it on Linux. I've been doing it for about a year now. This podcast, this live stream, my videos that have been coming out, all done on Linux. No Windows cheating, no MacBook Pro in the background, all Linux. And now, I'm going to try to bring on Mark Heider here. And for this topic, I think we should talk about this YouTube Red. 
do you think it's a good or a bad idea for YouTube red mark? Uh, I'm a mix. I'm mixed at the moment. You're 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 mixed. Yeah, if the price was about trouble is we when it comes to UK, we had to pay a bit more because of VAT. We will right now on the site. It is they are giving away a free trial for nine ninety nine a month. And what it does is gives you ad-free videos. You can save them offline and play in the background. Sounds kind of good. And I noticed a lot of people complain about ad blocker. Do you use ad blocker, Mark? Uh, yes, only for one site though. Only for one site because I posted just for when I did a lot on um, my reaction videos. Only for one site. Okay, got ya. The only part that I see about YouTube Red is on the desktop version, when you're using YouTube on the desktop. It is um, not very features. Okay, it removes the ads, but, and there's no exclusive content yet. Isn't that kind of weird that they don't have exclusive content yet? They're ma are they making us wait for it? You're always gonna, you're always gonna get that when you launch something so new. I guess. No, when the Xbox One came out, wasn't much games you can get. The thing is, I've noticed this seems to be more like app. If you have the YouTube app, it's more centered towards the app users. Because you, yes, on those I'm devices, not... you can't put the uh, uh, an ad blocker on them to stop the ads, like on your iPads, uh, your phones, your smart TVs, your Roku's, your Apple TVs, etc. You know what I'm saying? You can't block the ads. Yes, on those. I'll... I'm not sure when you when you save it on the tablet version. Where does it save it to? I'm guessing it probably there... saves it to like a folder or something, maybe. Yeah, but I'm saying, how do you access? Do you access it through through your normal um, means, like? You go in my case would be under the video app that's a good question i wonder if it's in the youtube app in the youtube app or does it store it on the phone then when you go to like your videos and is that where they're hiding are they are they DRM, drm detected as well that's a good question i guess we're gonna have to find out yeah otherwise right now that's the only use i could see for this is if you're on a mobile device and you really want to get rid of the ads on the mobile device. Otherwise, it's... I don't know where to go for that, you know? And a lot of content creators are worried that they're not going to make the money they used to if everyone goes and removes ads. But for right now, it's only in the U.S. And it isn't going to hurt um, the other countries that still have to watch with the ads. For now, we're just going to have to wait and see and... For me, I'll have to check my uh, earnings next month and see what happens. See if I notice a difference. Of course, when you're small like me, <laughs> there isn't much there to begin with anyways. <laughs> yeah, when it, when it does come to UK, we have to pay probably 20%, 20% um, VAT. It'd be a bit more expensive. It might be like £20 per month. Ooh, you really think they're going to jack it that high? Well, they do it on Amazon. I guess you got and a point there. For the, for the same, for the same item, you, it's cheaper to go. It's cheaper if you live in America. 
Wow. For now, I am, I am trying out the free trial. For now, I also think that we need to wait and see what happens here. Come January, let's see if our opinions change on the YouTube Red. I'm not hating it. You know, I'm not going to be the doomsday. I'm not going to say it's a doomsday for YouTube. I'm not going to go that route. Um, you get access to the music as well. Yes, that's another thing. You get the Google Play music. And I guess if you're a Google Play um, you subscriber, you automatically get YouTube Red already out of the box. You don't have to do anything. And that's all my thoughts on YouTube Red. You know what's strange? When you make a video on a tech device, such as a Raspberry Pi, and next thing you know, your inbox on YouTube is filled with product offers that people just want to send to you from Taiwan. Now, I'm not going to respond to any of these product offers because I don't really know what they're going to do with my address. Are they going to start sending me junk? Are they going to send me... I, I don't even know what these little devices that they're offering. I guess that's a good question. Should I just try one? Send it to a bogus address somewhere that I can go pick up? <laughs> or something I don't know um, it's like I haven't really got a, a legit offer but it seems like I'm getting all these offers from Taiwan of all places what's in tai Taiwan that their devices are really cool for now I'm going to stay away from it unless someone legit um, offers me an item or a product that's really cool and it, it, it would have to be an item that I'm interested in I don't want to be one of those YouTubers that gets sent a lot of stuff and just make videos about it because you're getting sent a free item and you're paying for it. I'm only going to play with the devices and things that I like to play with. Things that interest me. And I'm sticking to that. And while I'm here on my uh, website page, I have added a, a video schedule of the videos that will be coming out in the future. All the way up, it goes all the way up until I think February, where the last Japan vlog, Japan Vlog 25, will be played on February 4th. Now this schedule is subject to change if I wanna move a video or change its date. But you can go to the website here and see what video is coming out for the Thursday release. So just hit up anthrit.com, check out the video schedule, and you'll see what we're planning. All right. Let's talk about my little video vacation coming up soon. I'm going to try to pre-record all my videos, so that way through the month of December until the Christmas live show, it's going to go that way. Taking the month off, no video uploads, none of that. Well, I, the videos will be scheduled through December, but I need a break, and I'm running with that. And with this break, I think it's time to announce some, some news. That's right. I did it. I started one of them Patreon thingies. Unlike most YouTubers, the Patreon was viewer requested. Yeah. A few of my viewers actually asked if I had a Patreon and they wanted to support it. Now, normally I wouldn't just make a Patreon page and just pour myself out and e-bag like some of the tubers out there and overdo it. And I'm keeping it simple. 
with the rewards there's just a one dollar pledge that people can pledge to keep it simple less is more that's just how i i see it and what does this one dollar give you it gives you access on my website you can have your own personal account on anthrid.com so you can comment you can join the forums chat it up all that good stuff and the reason why i'm doing that with that and that's per request by the way is because a lot of spam bots bots spam bots that's a lot of spam bots just create fake accounts and spam the crap out of the website so i just i just decided to put it on lockdown and if people really want to join yeah pay a dollar to spam me there you go um, access to the content before it gets goes live on Thursdays. So you'll be able to see the video as soon as I upload it up to YouTube. You can catch it and don't have to wait for the video schedule. Yay! Access to the live recording of the Geeking Off podcast. In the future, when we launch the official Geeking Off podcast, uh, this video you're watching here would be like a behind-the-scenes live recording of it. And that will become something that will be patron neat there. And last but not least, you get a tweet from me. There are no other rewards yet because, like I said, this Patreon thing was viewer requested. And because it was viewer requested, I think future rewards will also be uh, viewer requested. So if you have an idea for a reward or you want something, you can go ahead and request one. And if, if, it's, if it's reasonable, I'll add it on there. I don't know. It's just something, it's there. That's all I'm going to go. So if you want to support me on Patreon, there you go. I'm doing what everyone else does. And whoring myself out there. Please, I'm begging you. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. All right, let's talk about comments on YouTube. Now. Some of you may or may not know that all the comments, unless you are already in the uh, auto-approve list, are set to approval only. You might be like, okay, I understand that. The problem is, as I notice some of you will reply and um, post your comment two or three times because you don't see it there. And so when I go to review it, there's like two or three of the same comment and I have to delete one and then approve another. Uh, normally how the approval process works um, I just go through and uh, choose any comment that's dumb spam or not in English yeah and that's usually the rules as long as you're nice and behave your comment will make it to the to the general public and that's about it for that if you uh, wondering why some of your comments don't appear it can take me a couple of days to go through and read them and approve them and usually after I approve them, I try to reply to most people as long as, you know, they got a good question. And another problem I'm having is some people got their security settings set on their uh, YouTube. And there is no reply button to those some individuals. And they're the ones that leave the best comments and le ask the best questions. But I can't reply to them. And uh, one of them I noticed is from the user Terabyte. If you wonder why I never reply to your comments... It's because you got your security settings and I can't reply to you. There is no reply button. And if you've ever um, dealt with uh, never having your comments ever being replied to on YouTube, that is why. Change your settings. 
Yeah, you want to be a co-host of the future main show of the Geeking Off podcast? Well, I'm giving somebody out there the opportunity to be my co-host. Now, on the side of just having guests on the show, I am going to need a co-host that can be with me in all episodes of the future of the Geeking Off podcast. And there's the Google form. It'll be in the show notes in the description. And to be a co-host, just need a name, an age, a YouTube channel, subscriber count, um, asking if you have a good microphone. It doesn't have to be a professional one, but as long as it's good, you can go ahead and check yes. Do you have a 720p webcam? So that way you can be on the other side here where the screen uh, share part of it is. Do you have Google Hangouts installed? That way I'm able to uh, catch your video feed and get your audio. And the main important one of it all, do you use Linux as your daily OS? And then I've got a little spot here if you can upload an audio test recording of what you sound like so I get an idea of your audio quality. Go ahead and post a link there and click submit. I'm probably going to leave this open until the end of the year and make my decision maybe after the first. We'll see how many submissions I get who wants to be a permanent co-host for the Geeking Off podcast. So go ahead, fill out the form, and sign up. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up with some feedback from uh, the last live show. And if you want to leave feedback after the video gets posted on YouTube, you'll be able to leave comments. Believe it or not, once the live show is over, the chat, all the chat disappears and they're not displayed anymore. It kind of sucks and I don't like it. But, you know, you got to deal with what you got to deal with. It's YouTube's funness, right? So let's go ahead and read it. It was from John2891. Just an FYI. It's called IPA, not IPA. That's the type of beer it is. Otherwise, cool cast. Now, the reason why, I've never actually heard the word IPA ever pronounced or said to me. And because there was no periods between each of the letters, I mispronounced that beer because I was reading it as a solid word versus as um, abbreviations for Indian Pale Ale. Thank you. <laughs> For that and I believe beer manufacturers if you're gonna write something on your can do the proper English so if somebody who's never read the word before can read it yes do it with that folks we'll see you then on the next podcast so I'm gonna sign off here this is Anthony from Anthware and from this time and every time on folks Keep on clicking. This is Anthony from Anthware, signing off.
So you were the first guest. Well, kind of guest, but... <laughs> Mark, you want to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, let me look at the chat one more time before I shut her down. See if there's anything interesting in there. Toaster runs Linux. Toaster OS. 